Vishnupad, Paramahamsa, Parikraj, Gacharya, Ashtarasa, Shishima, His Divine Grace, AC, Bhakti Vedanta, Swami, Shla Prabhupada, Anantakoti Vaishnava, Brindiki, Grantaraj, Shimad Bhagavatam, Jainitai, Go Premanandi, O Glories, His Sema Devotees, O Glories, His Sema Devotees, O Glories, His Sema Devotees, O Glories to Sri Guru. And Sri Goranga. Narayanam Namaskritya Naram Chena Nurotamam Devim Saraswatim Vyasam Tato Jayam Udirayat Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Reading from Srimad Bhagavatam, Cantor 7, Chapter 5, Chapter entitled Prahlad, the, si the Saintly Son of Hiranyakashipu. Text number 8. Grihammanitam Ahuya Pradam Daicha Yajika Prashasya Shlakshnaya Vacha Samaprichanta Samabi Grihamanitam Ahuya Pradam Daicha Yajika Prashasha Slakshnaya Vacha 
Samaprichanta Samabi Grihamanitam Ahuya Pradam Daicha Yajika Prashasha Shlakshnaya Vacha Samaprichanta Samabi Place of the teachers, Shanda and Amarka, Anitam, brought, Ahuya, calling, Pradam, Pralad, Daichayajika, the priests of the demon, Hiranyakashipu. Prashasya by pacifying. Shlakshnaya with a very mild. Varcha voice. Samaprichanta they questioned. 
Samabi. By very agreeable words. <coughs> Translation and purport by His Divine Grace, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Shla When Hiranyakashipu's servants brought the boy Prahlad back to the Gurukula, the place where the Brahmanas taught the boys, the priests of the demons, Shanda and Amarka, pacified him. With very mild voices and affectionate words, they inquired from him as follows. Translation responsibly. When Hiranyakashipu's servants brought the boy Prahlad back to the Guru Kula, the place where the Brahmanas taught the boys, the priests of the demons, Shanda and Amarka, pacified him with very mild voices and affectionate words. They inquired from him as follows. Purport, Chandra and Amaka, the priests of the demons, were eager to know from Pallad Maharaj who the Vaishnavas were that came to instruct him in Krishna consciousness. Their purpose was to discover the names of these Vaishnavas in the beginning, they did not threaten the boy because, when threatened, he might not identify the real culprits. Therefore, they very mildly and peacefully inquired as follows. Amagyan Timidandasya Gyananjana Shalakaya Chakshumilitunjana Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaha Shri Chaitanya Mano Bishtam Stapitam Jena Bhutale Swayam Rupa Kadamayam Dadati Swapatantikam Vancha Kalpa Turubhyascha Kripa Sindhu Bhyevacha Petitanam Pavanebhyo Vaishnavebhyo Namo Namaha Jai Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nichananda Shri Advaita Gadadha Srivasadi Gora Bhakta Brinda Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, <coughs> Rama, Hare Rama, Hare Hare. Hmm. This is a very famous part of Bhagavatam. Everyone knows this story, everyone knows this part of Bhagavatam. It's famous. Uh, very instructive, very powerful uh, place in the Bhagavatam. So, uh, sometimes we may wonder, why are these types of pastimes in the Bhagavatam? Because we're hearing about people who are not good examples in Krishna consciousness. Most of what Hiranyakashipu does, we do not follow. We're not interested in following. So then why is he in the Bhagavatam? Why do we have to hear about Hiranyakashipu? Uh, why can't we just hear all the pastimes of Prahlad Maharaj? Why do we have to hear about all these different uh, asuras? Uh, the reason is, is because we're in the material world and we've been here for a very long time. How long have you been here? Prabhupada, since, since time immemorial. You don't, we can't even remember when we came, we've been here so long. We've been here so long now we think this is where we belong. Now we're attached to it. Just like uh, sometimes the kids get attached to things which adults would think that's not very intelligent. 
you know, like kids get attached to a car, a little car or something, or a, a little doll or something. And if they lose it, they go mad, right? And then if you try to sometimes take it off them, if they've been naughty or something, they go crazy, right? And you, as an adult, you think, why are you so attached to that? But as adults, we're the same. We're just attached to big cars, right? And big dolls and different things. Uh, but it's all the same. It's just a matter of attachment. Sangas, Sangat, Sanjayate, Kama. Krishna says in Bhagavad Gita, uh, where does this attachment come from? Kama. Kama means desire or attachment. Where does it come from? It comes from Sangha. Uh, so we have to be very careful who and what we associate with because whatever you associate with, Prabhupada says, that's what you become. If you associate with devotees, you'll become a devotee. If you associate with non-devotees, you'll become a non-devotee. So why do we hear about this in the Bhagavatam? Because the Bhagavatam is warning us, be very careful. Uh, you don't want to stay in the material world. Hands up, you want to stay in the material world. Right? No one puts their hands up. So that means you have to get very serious about your Krishna consciousness. Uh, because you can go back to Godhead in one lifetime. Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur said he expected all of his followers to go back in one lifetime. Uh, why take two? Uh, do you want to come back again? Uh, we don't want to, but are you being serious, serious enough that you will go back in this lifetime? You have to ask you. As you get older in Krishna consciousness, you have to ask yourself these questions. Burujan Prabhu said one time, he said he was in Jagannath Puri, in front of the Singhadwara, uh, the main gate, uh, because some of us are not allowed to go into the temple. Mm? Prabhupada said that is bogus. Uh, Prabhupada would not go in once he established ISKCON, because he said, if my disciples cannot go in, then I will not go in. Prabhupada went in when he was younger, but when he became... Uh, the founder of ISKCON, then he did not go in. Uh, and Prabhupada said he would not go in uh, because he said, my disciples are qualified. This is Jagannath, the Lord of the universe. It's not Hindunath. It doesn't say anywhere in the scriptures that people cannot go into the temple. It doesn't say that. No? I mean, there are statements that, you know, those who have fallen and those who are impure should, should not go into the temple. If they purify themselves by the right process, you can go into the temple. <laughs> so Burujan Prabhu said he was in uh, Jagannath Puri and he was looking through the Simadwara. And then when you look through, there's uh, uh, Petita Pavana Jagannath. Uh, you, you know who I'm talking about? You've seen him? When you look through, many of you know. You, when you look through, you see. Now, it says, actually, in, in Jagannath Puri, if you take Darshana of Petita Pavana Jagannath, it's the same as taking Darshana of Jagannath directly inside the temple. It's exactly the same. Uh, he's made of sandalwood. Uh, and they, a sandalwood pot they apply, and then he stays there like that. And if you take Darshana, you get as purified. Also, it states in Chaitanya Charitamrita, if you just take Darshana of Chakra, uh, Sudarshan Chakra, on the, uh, the top of the temple, it says that's also the same as taking Darshan of Lord Jagannath, as purifying. And if you're in ISKCON, you can take Darshan of Jagannath every day. Because here, we don't stand at the front gate with sticks and say, you can't come in. <laughs> you can take, here he is right here. He's non-different from 
Jagannath in Jagannath Puri. He's non-different. Uh, so there's no disadvantage. We don't feel bad when we go, you know, because we can't go into the temple. Because what difference does it make? Jagannath's here. He came to us. And Prabhupada brought him all over the world. And when Prabhupada started ISKCON, Jagannath was the main deity in the beginning, the late 60s. He was the main deity. Devotees used to wear little Jagannaths around their neck. They used to have little Jagannaths and they would wear them around their neck. The movement was very different then. You know, the devotees hadn't been trained properly yet, so they would do different things. There's many stories. Tamal Krishmara said that uh, he joined in uh, Hyatt Ashbury uh, in the temple and in, uh, what was the name of that? The street? It's not coming into my mind, but the temple was there and they had Jagannath in the temple and they used to, <laughs> Tamal Krishna, because they're brand new, Tamal Krishna said he used to walk across the road from the temple, there was an ice cream shop and he'd buy four litres of uh, strawberry ice cream and he'd walk straight back in to the temple and just go and put it in front of Jagannath and ring the bell and offer it and then they'd just eat ice cream. <laughs> this is the way it was back then. Tamal Krishnamara said he'd, he'd been in the temple three days. He moved into the temple three days and after three days someone said, uh, can you give class this morning? And then he said, what do I say? And they said, say anything. <laughs> ISKCON was different in the beginning. It's not, not like now. Now there's standards, high standards. But in the beginning you could just, you know, stands away. And Lord Jagannath, when Prabhupada first sent the deities of Jagannath uh, to New York, and then Brahmananda Prabhu, he unpacked them, Jagannath, Balaram and Subhadra, he'd never seen these deities before. Uh, so he didn't understand, like, what do we do? So the only reference he had uh, was <laughs> in North America, the Indians, they have totem poles. You know, where they carve a pole and they carve, like, different figures in the pole. So it like, goes like that. So he thought Jagannath, Balaram and Subhadra were meant to go on top of each other. <laughs> That's what he was going to do. And then he wrote to Prabhupada and Prabhupada said, no, 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 no. Not like this. This is not how we do it. Devotees didn't know anything. Uh, Jagannath was the... First deity in ISKCON. Right? So merciful is Lord Jagannath. There's another pastime where Prabhupada came to the temple and he walked in and the deities were gone. Jagannath, Balaram, Subhadra were not there. And Prabhupada said, where are they? And one devotee said, oh, they've taken them to the park. So Prabhupada said, take me there immediately. So they went there, and devotees, they had picnic blanket, and they had Jagannath Balaram Subhadra, and devotees were sitting around them doing kirtan, and all the hippies were doing dancing around the Jagannath Balaram Subhadra. And when Prabhupada saw it, Prabhupada said, do not do it again. He said, it is okay, you did not understand. But he said, do not do it again. We don't just, you know, we don't just take the deities down to the park and then bring them back. It's, you know, that's not the system. But this is how the movement started. Uh, it was very wild in the beginning. There's even one pastime where uh, 26-second Avenue, 1960, this is the very beginning. All the hippies were there. Uh, and if you've seen videos of what it was like, 
in 67, 60, in San Francisco and New York, it was, you see what Prabhupada started the movement with. I mean, it was wild. It actually was wild. And, uh, you know, they offered the arti, and then they were taking the lamp around. You know, everyone was, Prabhupada was leading Kirtan up the front, and all the hippies were sitting, they were taking the lamp around, people were going like this. And you see the, uh, the videos, people are intoxicated. Right, some of them are on LSD and things, you know, there's people going like, you know, doing all sorts of crazy things in the kirtan and it's very well. So then they're taking the lamp around, they got down the back and there's a boy and a girl sitting down the back and, you know, the boy has the arm around the girl, boyfriend, girlfriend in the temple. And when they bring the lamp, he took out a cigarette and to light his... <laughs> and Prabhupada's leading the kirtan, Prabhupada went... This is what he started with. That uh, person who did that, who lit the cigarette on the lamp, is now a guru in ISKCON. <laughs> I won't say the name. <laughs> He's a guru in ISKCON. <laughs> That's what it was like. That's what Prabhupada started with. This is ISKCON in the beginning. So Lord Jagannath, Prabhupada brought him because he is merciful. Jagannath is Patita Pavana. He was there to purify the conditioned souls. So Burujampur said he was in uh, Puri and he looked through and he saw Patita Pavana Jagannath. And he said that he prayed to Lord Jagannath, uh, Patita Pavana. He said that I've been practicing now for so long, you know, 40 years plus now 50 years. You know, I've been practicing so long. He said, when, when am I going to feel real devotion in my heart? You know, when am I going to feel something real towards you, something deep. Uh, so we should think like that as devotees. All of us should think like that. Especially if you've been practicing for a long time, you should start thinking like that. When am I going to start feeling something deep? Right? It actually says in Bhagavatam, uh, back in the second canto, it says that if you chant the Hare Krishna Mahamantra, the holy name, and tears do not come to your eyes while you chant, it said your, your heart is steel framed. And it's like, there's rock hard. Uh, there's something wrong. If we say the name Krishna, or Rama, or Hare, and, uh, and tears do not come to the eyes, that means we are steel framed. Hmm? It means we have a long way to go. We have to start working on this. Hmm? They're great souls. <laughs> These are devotees. These are all devotees. Uh, they all go born here, like that. He's giving class. He just doesn't realize he's giving class. But one day he will give class. <laughs> he will speak uh, like his father. And he, was, he will speak on Bhagavatam. But maybe not today. <laughs> not ready yet. <laughs> uh, so... Uh, we have to feel like that. One day, one day you want to have tears in your eyes when you worship the deity. One day you want that to happen. So that means you have to become serious in Krishna consciousness. So we all want to go back to Godhead in this lifetime, but it means you have to become serious, actually. Right? It means you have to become very dedicated. So why do we hear about this in Bhagavatam? Why do you hear about Hiranyakashipu? What's the point? Because we have to understand what we should not be like. And we have to understand, we have to analyze the contamination in our heart and our consciousness, and we have to remove that. That's called anatta nivriti. 
because bhakti has nine levels. Right? Shraddha, Sadhu Sangha, Bhajanakriya, Anatta Nivritti, Nishta, Ruchi, Asakti, Bhava, and Prema. Now, which level are you on at the moment? You should know. We should understand, if we've been practicing for some time, we should understand where we're situated amongst the nine uh, levels. Right? Because if you don't know, how are you going to progress if you don't even know where you are? Right? So we have to understand, where are we situated? These nine, nine levels of bhakti, they are spoken of in the second chapter of the first canto of the Srimad Bhagavatam. What is the second chapter of the first canto of Bhagavatam called? What is it? Divinity, divinity and divine service. Yeah, divinity and divine service. Srila Prabhupada said, chapter 2 of Canto 1 is so important, you should memorize the whole chapter. Prabhupada said that, because there's so many. Savai Pumsam, Parodama, there's so many uh, important. Nashtaprayashvabhadit, so many important verses. <coughs> so from verses 12 to 20, we hear about the description of the nine levels of bhakti. Shraddha to Prema. So what is first? Shraddha. Uh, Shraddha is... What does Shraddha mean? Faith. Spoken about in Chaitanya Charitamrita. Shraddha Shabde Vishwashakahe Sudrida Nischaya. Krishna Bhakti Hoyle Savakama Krita Hoya. Uh, Chaitanya Charitamrita defines what is Bhakti. Uh, sorry, what is Shraddha? Shraddha means Krishna Bhakti Hoyle, Savakama Krita Hoya. Same as what Krishna says at the end of the Bhagavad Gita. It means that Krishna Bhakti, Shraddha means you have faith that Krishna Bhakti is the most important thing in life. Hands up if you think Krishna Bhakti is the most important thing in life. Okay, I think everyone. Okay. Hands up if you've designed your life already in such a way that Krishna Bhakti is the main thing in your life every day. What you do every day is based on Krishna Bhakti being the main thing. Hands up if you've done that. One, two, three, four, five. See, now everyone's going, oh, wait a minute. So, <laughs> everyone should be putting their hand up. Yeah, if you're not putting your hand up, that means there's something wrong. What are you doing here? Right? Then otherwise go to church or something. Or go to some other place. <laughs> if you're here, Krishna Bhakti is the main thing. Every day it is like that. You know, Zach put his hand up. He's only been, how long have you been here? Yeah, two years. And he's putting, he put his hand up straight away. Right? Because he's understood. Krishna Bhakti is the main thing. We should be like that. Krishna Bhakti should be our main thing. Okay, we're not always doing Krishna Bhakti 24 hours a day. That's okay. We're not pure. Right? None of us are pure, so you, you can't do it. We sleep. Right? Sleep, when you're asleep, it's not really Krishna Bhakti. Right? The mantras you're chanting while you're asleep are not really Krishna Bhakti. Right, so, you know, we're not doing, you know, we go to the toilet, we do so many things. It's not really Krishna Bhakti. But Vishnu Chakravati Thakur says, uh, you know, we, you have to do those things. So it doesn't obstruct your bhakti. And while you're doing it, you can think of Krishna, you can chant as much as you can. So you're still connected to Krishna, but Krishna should be the main thing. 
Krishna Bhakti Hoyle, Sava Kama Krita everything else will be taken care of if I just surrender to Krishna. Actually, this is the test that is there for all devotees. Everyone will be tested in your life. Right? All of us will be tested. Krishna will test us and he will see, are you going to put me first in every situation in your life? Krishna will test you. Hands up if you will put Krishna first in all the situations that you go through, all the tests. Hands up. Oh, many are putting their hands up, right. So Krishna's watching right now. And he saw you put your hand up, some of you. And you know what he's going to do? Now he's going to test you. <laughs> he's going to say, okay, you put your hand up, right? And all the devotees didn't put their hand up. He's going to test you as well. You're going to say, are you serious or not? You go, I've done this many times with Krishna. Have you ever gone before the deities and said to the deities, I just want to fully surrender to you. I want you to take away all my material desires. Have you ever done that? Yeah, I've done that many times. I go to them and say, I just want to give everything to you. And they look at me and they say, really? <laughs> are you serious? I say, yeah, I'm serious. And I say, are you really serious? Uh, yes, I'm ready. Are you, re are you ready, are you? Okay, watch this. And then they put you through a whole test, and then you realize, oh my God, I'm not as surrendered as I thought I was. Right? They're teaching us all the time. We have to surrender more and more. And they will take everything. Krishna will take everything from you. Right? He's just waiting for the right time. But he's getting you ready. He's going to take everything. Whether you like it or not, he's going to take everything. And the whole time that he does it, when he destroys your material life, He's going to smile the whole time. Right? He's just going to tilt his head. You see him on the altar? Which way is his head going? Right? Is he, his head like that? You go back to the spiritual world, you'll know which one he is. He's always like this. Right? And when you look at him, he always goes... Because right? he's ready to take everything from you. Right? And he'll smile the whole time he's doing it. That's Krishna. Right? So, uh, the reason we have these things in the Bhagavatam is because it is testing us, it is showing us. That is what Shraddha is. Shraddha means faith. Faith that I will put Krishna first, I'll, send it, I'll surrender to Krishna in all circumstances. Right? So that is the definition of faith. <clears throat> so, the question Vishnu Chakravarti Thakur speaks about in Madhurya Kanambini. Hands up if you've read Madhurya Kanambini. Hands up, you read Madhuri Kalamini? One. Only one? Really? This is a very important book. I, I, would, I would say it's one of the most important books in our tradition. I studied it a number of years ago. Very, very important book. Madhuriya Kalambini by Vishnu Chakravarti Thakur. You should, you should study it, you should read it. While you're reading Prabhupada's books, you should read it with, uh, as a companion. Because it, it describes the whole philosophy of going from Shraddha to Prema, Bhakti. And we have to understand this very carefully. So, Shraddha is the beginning, but then Vishnu Chakravarti Thakur says, where does Shraddha come from? What does Shraddha mean? Faith. Where did you get it from? Hands up if you have faith. Okay, we've all got it, right? But where did it come from? Right? He says it comes from Agyata Sukriti. What does Agyato Sukriti mean? Unknown devotional service. So there are different examples to help us understand. For example, 
in our previous life, if we're practicing bhakti now, it means this is not the first lifetime. Like we didn't just walk into the temple and just say, oh, I want to surrender to Krishna. No, it happened before. We've been doing this previously. So an example might be that in your previous life, you were living in India, and you were a pious person, and you wanted to do some dan, some charity. So you dug a well, and the well is there in the village, and people, they drink water from the well. So that's pious activity. People do this. Traditionally, they would plant trees so that when pilgrims would walk to holy places, there were trees to give them shade and they would dig wells and things like this. So you might not have been a devotee, but you dug a well three lifetimes ago, somewhere in India, and every day devotees are going to one of the holy places. They go past that well and they drink water. So even now, because you dug that well three lifetimes ago, you're still making advancement. That's called a gyatu sukriti. You're serving the devotees. And that build-up of Sukriti, of devotional activities, eventually that gives you Shraddha, right? In Harinam Chintamani it says, when you do heaps and heaps of Agyata Sukriti, then Shraddha comes, faith comes. So in ISKCON, uh, our preaching methodology that Prabhupada gave us is based on three things. What are the three things we do to bring people to Krishna? Prasadam distribution, book distribution, and Harinam Sankirtan, holy name distribution. We do those three things, right? Prabhupada told us, right? We have to distribute books, distribute prasadam, and distribute the holy name. What does that do? That creates shraddha or faith in the people because it's unknown devotional service. They don't know what it is. <coughs> Just like... People go into Gopals or Crossways, right? Or Radhi's Chai Bar. Is the other restaurant still running? Mantra Lounge? Not running anymore? No, okay. So they used to go, or Mantra Lounge, any of the restaurants, right? So they go in. So they go in, they buy some, they think it's vegetarian food. It's not vegetarian food. We did something to it. <laughs> right? It's not vegetarian food. Too late. We already put something else in there. There's one other ingredient which they don't know about. Uh, it's mentioned in the Anchalila of Chaitanya Charitamrita. What is that one other ingredient? Prabhupada says. It says in Chaitanya Charitamrita, and Prabhupada explains. What is it? Krishna's saliva. Right? You put that on the... Um... <laughs> At Crossways, you know, they have, what does it say? Chickpea, subji, rice, halava, Krishna, saliva. <laughs> the council will come and say, what's like, <laughs> what are you putting? No, we put Krishna, saliva in there. Chait Chaitanya Mahaprabhu says in the Chaitanya Charitamrita that the reason prasad has that transcendental flavor, that transcendental taste, is because Krishna has eaten it and his saliva goes into it. Then it becomes prasad. So people don't know. They just go to the restaurant, they just get a meal, they don't know, but they're taking prasad, they're honoring prasad. And by honoring prasad, it's purifying their consciousness. It's a gyata sukriti. And then by so much prasadam, by so much holy name, by so much books, when they touch, Prabhupada said, even if they just touch the book, right, just you touch the book, you get, become purified. Prabhupada says, 
Prabhupada said, you read one, one word. Uh, my god brother, Rupa Raghunath Prabhu, you know Rupa Raghunath Prabhu? Yeah, many of you know. Yeah, he's a great book distributor. <clears throat> Whenever he distributes books on the street, you know, he puts it into the hand of the people. Right? And then they take their holding it. And then they, sometimes they say, no, I don't want to. They give it back. But then as they're leaving you, he always taps them on the arm with the book. Because he wants to purify them. Right? You can just walk down Swanston Street just tapping people. <laughs> yeah, tap. <laughs> hey, just walk down, walk down Swanston Street, Bhagavad Gita, just start tapping everyone. Right? And then the police will come and then... <laughs> so many pastimes. You want, to, you want me to tell you one pastime that I had with the police in the city? Yes. All right. <laughs> I was a new devotee, like maybe two years, something like that. When you're a new devotee, you do, sometimes you do crazy things. <clears throat> so <clears throat> every Friday night, we used to do Harinam in the city. So I was in the city on the roof of Gopals. I don't know if you can get on the roof anymore, but back in those days, we used to get on the roof. And I was chanting my rounds and waiting for the Harinam until the devotees come. So I was new devotee, so I thought in my mind, I thought, I have to concentrate on the holy name. I can't be distracted. So there's a ledge, like on the uh, side of Gopals, like a ledge about that, that high or something. It's only about that thick. So I got up on it, I was walking up and down on it. Chanting, Hare Krishna, because then I thought if I, well, I can't look anywhere because if I look anywhere, I might fall over the edge, three stories fall down, right? So I just kept chanting. I was just going up and down, just chanting my rounds, about half an hour. And then suddenly there was a policeman on the roof and he said, hey, and I looked and he said, get down. So I got down. He said, what are you doing? And I said, I'm meditating. <laughs> <laughs> He said, why are you doing that? And I said, well, you know, because if I do like that, I won't break my meditation. He said, look over the wall. So I looked over the wall, I looked down on the street, there was 20 policemen. <clears throat> because someone had rang, rang the police, said there's someone talking to himself, and he's walking back and forth, and I think he's going to jump. <laughs> uh, so the police came and he said, don't ever do that again. And I said, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was, that was very silly. You shouldn't do things like that. You know, Hare Krishna, sometimes we only think of ourselves. We don't think of the public. You know, there's like 50 people on the street were like looking. Like, you know, so, yeah, it's almost gone on like television. That, you know, some guys walking up there talking to himself. You know, don't do things like that. So if you want to walk down Swanson Street, you can tap people with a Bhagavad Gita, but maybe don't do that. Because maybe the police will come and then you'll get on television and then they'll say, you know, the crazy... Uh, tapping kid was walking down Swanson Street tapping everyone and like that. So we have to be sensible about how we spread. But the point is, is that this is how Shraddha comes. When we give the holy name, when we give prasadam, when we give uh, books, it creates faith in people. And then when Shraddha comes, right, then what do you do? You look for Sadhu Sangha. Sadhu Sangha means with devotees. You want to be with devotees. So then you come. You start coming to the temple. You see all these people coming now. Right, people start coming, they're coming. You know, when the Indian, young Indian people come, uh, the devotees are there waiting for them, they take them across the road for their program. Uh, the Bhakti Bhaman uh, Mark II are over there in the... It's got too big now for the Bhakti Bhaman, so now we have to do it in the hall. 
Or if the Western people come, Nanda grabs them and he takes them into the, the theater. So it doesn't matter where people are, then we bring them into Krishna consciousness. Right? Because they're looking for sadhu sangha, that's why they come here. They want to be with devotees. And then when you're with devotees, sadhu sangha, what devotees do to you? When you start associating with them, what do they do? They say, Prabhu, would you like to do some service? What's that called? Bhajana Kriya. Bhajana Kriya. What does Kriya mean? Kriya means force. Force. Right? Kriya means force. Right? Bhajan means worship. So, you know, someone comes and says, can I do some service? They already said, no problem. Okay. Start doing this. Prabhupada said, we are a pushing movement. Right? We have to be very careful when people first come. Don't be too pushy, but you have to get them moving. Hey, come on. Can you do some service? Can you help us? Uh, just like Jayananda Prabhu. You know Jayananda Prabhu? Uh, his disappearance day is coming up, I think, next week. He, br he built the first Rathayatra card in ISKCON. So he was in San Francisco making the Rathayatra card, <coughs> and it was near the university. So the students would walk past all day, and there was an empty uh, block, and he was building this Rathayatra card, and the students walked past, and they'd say, Hey, man, what's this? And he'd say, I'm building a Rathayatra card for the Lord. And they'd say, Oh, cool. You know, can we help? He said, yeah, come, come, come on out. He'd just grab people walking past. He'd say, have you got half an hour? They'd come over and they'd start hammering, putting the nails in, doing all the things. That's how they built the Rathayatra card. Right? There's Bhajana Kriya, engaging people in devotional service. And then when you begin to do devotional service, what happens to your heart? Anata Nivriti. Right? All the Anatas come out. Right? That's why we're hearing about Hiranyakashipu. Because all of us are little Hiranyakashipus. Is that true or not? Huh? Hands up if you're a little Hiranyakashipu. Not everyone put their hand up. Okay, so. so we have some saints here. We have Prahlads here. But we also have little Hiranyakashipus. It's in us. In Kali Yuga, the demon and the devotee in the same heart, same body. You know, sometimes you wake up in the morning, you're the devotee. And sometimes you wake up, you're the demon. Right? Both are in there. Both are in there. We know it. <laughs> Even when you're chanting your rounds, right? sometimes the demon comes in. Right? Stop chanting. Huh? Go to the ice cream shop. Huh? Now, get some strawberry ice cream. No one will watch. No one will know. Huh? You can just go and take it. Uh, so we think all these things. The demon comes into our heart. Right? So this is, this is anata nivriti. Now when you get above anata nivriti, that is called nishta. Nishta means steady, fixed. Balaram Prabhu, who was the temple president before Aniruddha Prabhu, he was upstairs one time with Prabhupada. And he said to Prabhupada, what is the qualification for someone to take second initiation? What, what we call Brahman initiation. Prabhupada said they have to be steady. So we have to come to nishta. Nishta means steady. You do devotional service every day. You do bhakti every day. That is nishta. That is steady. Right? You have, we have to become like that. We have to become fixed up. Not that we do bhakti on Monday but not Tuesday. We do it on Wednesday but not Thursday. We do it on Friday but not Saturday. It's not like that. Bhakti is every day. You chant your rounds every day. Right? You do service every day. That's bhakti. Right? So that is called nishta, steady, fixed. It means your mind is not giving you so many problems anymore. 
Most of your problems is your mind, is it? Is it? Yeah, no, it's just your mind. So Nishta means the mind, he talks, you know, but we don't listen to him, you know. So you start chanting your rounds, your mind says, oh, I feel tired. You say, yeah, okay, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, okay. And then he says, oh, I feel thirsty. You say, yeah, okay, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. Oh, I'm hungry now. Yeah, okay, it's four o'clock in the morning. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. Right? Your mind just gives you all sorts of things. You don't listen to it. Right? That's nishta. You become fixed. And then from nishta comes ruchi. Prabhupada said ruchi means taste. Taste means I have to go to Mongolati. I have to chant my rounds. I have to go to the kirtan. I have to hear the Bhagavatam class. I have to eat uh, one bucket of halava. I have to, you know, this is ruchi. Right? Taste. Right? So we have to develop that ruchi, that taste where it comes. We have to do it, right? That should come, right? We have, that we have it in the beginning, but then sometimes it disappears. But then we have to get it back again, right? You have to be as enthusiastic as you were when you first joined, which is not always so easy, right? But you have to get like that again, so enthusiastic, right? So fixed up that you'll serve Krishna your whole life, just like... Uh, Pankajangari Prabhu and Jananivas Prabhu. You know, Pankajangari Prabhu just passed away. He went back to Krishna. But Jananivas Prabhu has been worshipping Radha Madhava in Mayapur for more than 50 years. Right? That is ruchi. That is taste. Right? We should all be like that. Right? We should be so fixed that we will worship Krishna to the end of our life, to the last day. Like Kadambakanan Swami. You know, when Kadambakanan Swami, just before he left, Half an hour before he left, he looked at Giriraj. They were doing the puja of Giriraj. And he went like this. He went like that. And then he passed away to the very last moment serving Krishna. Right? That is bhakti. That is ruchi. That is taste. And then if you get ruchi, then what is next? Asakti. Asakti means attachment. You become attached to Krishna. Attachment means in a particular relationship. Madhurya Ras, Sakya Ras, Vatsalya Ras. It means the relationship manifests. And you begin to understand who you are in Krishna's pastimes. And then that leads you to Bhava, which you hear about in the <coughs> fourth, fifth, and sixth chapter of the first canto, when Narada, uh, he becomes purified. Then Bhava, you see Krishna. And then Krishna disappears. And then you go mad thinking about him. And then that leads to Prema. And prema is the goal. And then even in prema, there are many levels. Prema is multifarious. Uh, so this is what we're looking for. So Bhagavatam is telling us, don't be Hiranyakashipu. Be like Prahlad, chant Hare Krishna, go back to Godhead, Srila Prabhupada Ki, <coughs> please come again. Hare Krishna. Anyone have any questions or comments? Yeah. Have we got microphone? Transcendental microphone key. Uh, we're just putting batteries in it. And then people at home can hear. Batteries are coming, microphone is coming. Harita. Harita leads very nice kirtans. Very sweet kirtans.
by by all devotees blessings and your blessings everything is the devotees mercy <laughs> hari krishna bro so thank you so much for your wonderful class um my question is regarding uh, the puri jagannath like what's happening there um i've had this question for a while <coughs> like when you said that propad wanted and uh, i've seen even um, his holiness japatak swami maharaj also take many steps to speak to the pandas there to try and make the devotees you know get them the chance to go inside <laughs> but um in in some situations like this when like for example there's a devotee you want to do service and then they don't allow you to do that service to go more closer to krishna so do we take it as krishna's will or the devotee stopping us because we see many past times that jagannath comes in the dreams of the king or the pandas and he says you know so many different things that i want this devotee allowed i want that de devotee so there's been many years now since this um um so what's the question yeah so like do we take this as krishna's will or do we take it as the devotee no it's not krishna's us? will that's not krishna do you think jagannath would tell everyone don't come in the temple it's not his will Yeah, uh, but sometimes in the name of religion, we see in Christianity, in the name of religion, they do things which are not Krishna's will, not God's will. In uh, Islam, sometimes they do things which are not God's will. And in Hinduism, sometimes they do things which is not God's will. Right? So it's not Jagannath. It's not his will. He's not. He wants everyone to come in. Jagannath's waiting. When will everyone come and see me? So, but it's. it's maya it's the material energy so for us we see it as a test you know it doesn't make me less enthusiastic you know i i would like to go in and see jagannath i would like to go in but it doesn't make me less enthusiastic i can see patita pavana jagannath i can see the chakra on top i can circumambulate jagannath's temple i can see him every day here in melbourne temple we have jagannath at home what's the problem you know so for us it's not a it's a test about you know why lose enthusiasm we can be more enthusiastic and then prabhupad said one day iskon will build a bigger temple and jagannath will come to that temple prabhupad said that though they were a little bit worried about us and mother jagatrini she told us one time she said there's some prophecy or some um prediction that russian devotees will take jagannath to another temple So whenever the Russians come I think they get a bit nervous because I think because <laughs> one day the devotees are going to come in they're going to pick up Jack and they're going to take him to another temple it will happen one day it will happen so we don't have to be worried don't lose enthusiasm otherwise you lose enthusiasm about everything oh this is not going right that's not going nothing goes right in the material world just like I was, I was in uh <clears throat> uh Chalpati temple uh in 1999 just before uh the year 2000 so just before uh new year's eve on the year 2000 everyone was talking about y2k you know they thought the computers were going to misfunction and everything was going to shut down so i was there just a week before and i was speaking to the temple president in jalpati and i said to the i said to prabhu i said you know what we do if if y2k if everything he said india's y2k every day <laughs> They say, "What's the problem? There does nothing works there anyway. So what? Why Turkey isn't just going to not going to really change anything? So we don't really care." Prabhupada said that. He said, "Even bombs drop, we'll just do the same thing. We'll get up tomorrow. We'll keep preaching." You look in Ukraine. Look what the devotees are doing. 
in the middle of a war, they're just doing the same thing they do every day. They go out and distribute prasadam, they preach, they distribute books, exactly the same. So we don't worry about what's going on externally. You know, if we can go into the temple, not go in the temple, bombs are dropping, bombs are not dropping, you know, everything, the material world's crazy. There's no guarantee. So just serve Krishna, right? And we'll go back to Krishna. Okay. Thank you, Prabhu. Any other question? Can we bring the microphone right over here somehow? Just pass it. It's far, far side. That's it. Haribo. Now the microphone doesn't work. Haribo, Prabhupada. Thank this you so much for your kindness. Prabhupada, my question is regarding the Shraddha. You know, you say Shraddha is faith, you know. And you have also explained the definition of it. But uh, when I look at myself, I mean, I don't see myself even having Shraddha. Because faith is very deep. I mean, I might have accepted no, no, Krishna. I'll, I'll stop you there. Yes. Like, ask, me, ask me an actual question because you have to have Shraddha. Otherwise, you wouldn't be sitting here in the temple. So, okay, the point is maybe your Shraddha is not so developed. Or maybe your shadow is not so great or so strong, but you have shraddha. So ask, ask me what the actual question is, because you can't say I don't have shraddha because you're sitting here. There's six million people in Melbourne. How many people are in the temple? Sixty or hundred or whatever it is, right? So we can't say we don't have shraddha. So ask me an actual question, because you have shraddha. But what's the question? No, I mean that's my question. I mean, I, I, I do. <laughs> okay. Any any other questions? <laughs> Do you have an actual question or not? <laughs> no, see that. You say you look at yourself, you don't have shraddha, then what are you doing here? <laughs> it doesn't even make sense. Like, like I said in the class, you have to understand which level you're on. Right? You, you've, you've done shraddha, you've got it. Right? How much you've got, okay, that's, everyone's different. You've got shraddha. Uh, you're associating with devotees. Are these devotees? Okay, so you're doing sadhu sangha. Bhajana Kriya, do they ask you to do some service? Okay, so you're doing that. Anatta nivritti. Are you getting rid of your anatas? Starting? Okay, so you're doing that. Uh, nishta, do you come regularly? Yeah, so already nishta is developing. So you're in between anatta and nivritti and nishta. So that's where you are. Yeah, because yeah. You know, I can talk to you later. <laughs> 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 I, it may seem like this, but... Don't, uh, you, don't ask me these kind of questions. <laughs> Okay, uh, ask me actual questions. You know, devotees say, oh, Prabhuji, uh, I've got no faith. Uh, uh, what is that? But you, no. You're sitting here, so obviously you've got faith. Ask me actual question. It's no, okay. See, the acceptance of Krishna can be only at mental level, you know. Like it can I, be, yes. But if, but if you're on that level, if you look at the deities, now this is the difference between men and women. Hands up any of the managers that answer honestly. Have you ever looked at Krishna, at the deity, and thought... Is Krishna really there? Is the deity really alive? Has anyone ever thought like that? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Okay, now, Marker. Okay, I was going to make the point that women don't think like that. <laughs> <laughs> but that didn't work so well. Because <laughs> so, it's Kali Yuga, even the women think like that. But normally, women are more simple hearted. Prabhupada writes this, right? 
Women are more simple hearts, so they just see there's, there's Krishna. They don't think in the mind, but men tend to overanalyze things. And they look, oh, is Krishna really there? Mm. <laughs> is this the Supreme Personality of Godhead, or is it just in my mind? You're chanting Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Hare. Am I really experiencing bliss right now? <laughs> Hare Krishna. Or is this just in my mind? Hare Krishna. I think I'm blissful, but I don't know if it's really blissful. Like, <laughs> I, this is mental. Yeah, so you've got to get above that platform. Yeah, so we all go through that. We all go through it, but you have to get through it. That's the point. Get to a point where you don't ask those stupid questions anymore. Mm. It means you have to develop your love for Krishna. Why are we here? To develop love for Krishna. Prema is the goal. Every morning we say after uh, 10 offenses, uh, to develop, and everyone goes, Krishna Prem. Right? But actually think what that means. Uh, that's what we're developing. So if you're developing Krishna Prem, you won't, answer the, you won't ask these questions. If you already love Krishna, okay, our love is not fully developed, but we should love him. Then you won't ask these questions. Then you won't think in your mind, is he actually there? You know he's there. You would give your life for the deity. That means you love him. You give your life for Iskon. You would die for Iskon. That's how we should feel. I will do it. I'll lay down my life. Uh, does it, do you want me to tell the, the story about the Kazakhstan embassy? Uh, okay. So one time we were in uh, Brindavan, this many years ago, and uh, we're doing a holy name retreat with Burujan Prabhu and Sachinandan Swami. So it was the last day of the retreat, like six day retreat. So we woke up in the morning, we went to the Pandal, and Sachinandan Swami and Burujan Prabhu were there, and they said, Everyone get on the bus, we're going to Delhi in half an hour. And I was like, I thought we were going to chant Japa and, <laughs> you know, everyone get on the bus. They said that the Kazakhstan temple in Kazakhstan had been attacked by the government. They came in with bulldozers and they started knocking down buildings on our farm, right? It was a big problem. So we're all going to Delhi now, we're going to protest in front of the Kazakhstan embassy. So we all got on the bus, we all drove down to Delhi. So we got to Delhi, right? We didn't even have prasadam, we're all hungry, we're tired, you know. I thought we were doing a Japa retreat. You know, and then next minute we're in Delhi. So then we're in Delhi, where all the embassies are, and then 1,000 devotees came, all the devotees in Delhi came, devotees came from 1,000 devotees. And devotees get angry sometimes, right? So, you know, you read in Chaitanya Charitamrita about the Chankazi? you know, when all the devotees were going to... So it says in Chaitanya Charitamrita, when they got to the Kazi's house, the devotees started chanting, kill the Kazi, kill the Kazi, kill the Kazi. Devotees, this is like you guys. Kill the Kazi. So we got to the Kazakhstan embassy, we marched, thousand devotees, and by the time we got there, everyone was angry. And devotees were going... Uh, one devotee had the megaphone, and he was going, because he's speaking Hindi, I didn't know what he was saying, he was going, and everyone goes, cha cha. So all the way down the road, you go, cha cha. I didn't even know what we're saying, but I was going, cha cha. So by the time we got to the embassy, like everyone's worked up, you could feel it. Like there was a mood there. And I was like, I thought the road was going to run at the embassy and break everything. So they had soldiers there in front of the embassy with guns and everything. Like it was, and I, I thought in my mind for a minute, I thought this might be it. Because I thought the devotees were just on their level, they were going to go crazy. And then everyone with the guns was going to go boom, 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 just start shooting everyone. 
And I was at the front, so I just thought, okay. <laughs> I just thought. But, and in my mind I thought, okay, this might be it, but in my heart I was completely peaceful. Because I thought, okay, if I'm going to die for Krishna, let's, okay, I don't care. I actually felt like that. So we have to get to that point in our devotion where we will die for Krishna. Then you're not going to be, you know, because at that point you're not going to be saying, hmm, you know, I'm about to be shot. I'm about to be shot. Is Krishna God? Uh, you know, should I actually be here? No, you're just thinking like that. So we have to develop our devotion. So get off the mental platform. So in the beginning it's there for all of us, but you have to get past that. That's the point. It's okay? Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Good question. Microphone, just bring it across. Hare Krishna Prabhuji, thank you for the nice class. Prabhuji, you mentioned when we get rid of anartha and everything, we can become steady and we can get taste. But sometimes we see we're already steady and we're already getting the taste, but we still have anarthas. So how can we understand this? Because that's what it means, anartha nivriti. Anartha nivriti means you're getting rid of the anarthas, but you still have some attachments. Like I know you're attached to going to that playground where they have all the bubbles and you jump in and you go, you know, all through the bubble. You know, you know that? You know what I'm talking about? So you're attached to that, right? <laughs> <laughs> so you're I'm attached to it too. I like it too. Like, you know, sometimes I go there, I wish I was a kid. I'd just jump in and like, just jump in with the bubbles, all the kids are. So, you know, we're attached to things in this material world. But we also are steady. We come to the temple every day. We're also, we have taste, we like doing service for Krishna, but we have some material desires as well. So that means we're still in anatta nivriti, like the higher level of anatta nivriti. So gradually those things will go away. And then one day you'll work up to the bubbles and you'll say, no, I do not need them. I have so much love for Krishna. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, no more bubbles. Like that's all. <laughs> or you could dive into the bubbles and while you're diving in, you could think in your mind, I'm swimming through the Jamuna, and as I come up, maybe I'll see Krishna dancing on Kaliya. Like that. So you might think something like that. Or it just takes time. That's okay. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. Brotherji, so, uh, like when we're practicing devotional service, we might realize ourselves in any of those nine stages. But how do we not get proud of us being in one of those stages? What's the best way not to get proud? Yeah. Uh, there's different ways not to get proud. One way is you always do service for devotees. So if you do service for devotees, that'll stop you from being proud. When we stop doing service for devotees, then we become proud because we think we're better than the devotees. Uh, another way to stop your pride is to read Prabhupada Lila Marita. Because then if you read Prabhupada Lila, you realize you're not such a great devotee. <laughs> You realize, you know, if we think we're advanced, sometimes we think, oh, I'm doing really well. You know, I chant my rounds, I say Hari Bull all the time. <laughs> Hari Bull, Prabhu. <laughs> Hari Bull. I say Hari Bull very nicely. <laughs> I am very Hari Bull. So you can say that, but then when you see Prabhupada, no, Prabhupada's much more advanced than us, so then it makes us humble again. And then the other way of be, being humble is just to hang around the devotees because they'll tell you after a while, they say, you're not so good. 
either directly or indirectly, they'll, they'll make you feel like that. Or sometimes you do so much service, like you go for a catering job or something, or you do so much service, like a whole week, and you give so much, and you come back and no one even says thank you or anything. <laughs> it happens. It's happened to me many times. <laughs> yeah, sometimes you do so much service for Krishna, and you won't, devotees don't even say anything. They just go, hurry ball. <laughs> Well, like Bhakti Man Prabhu, we stay up all night on Janmashtami. Doesn't even go to sleep, you know, pulling, everyone else goes to take rest. He keeps doing service, service, service. Does anyone ever go and say thank you? Uh, Prabhu, thank you for doing that. So, no, but he just does it anyway. No one even says thank you sometimes. But, uh, so sometimes we just do the service, right? And if you're getting proud, just hang out with the devotees. They'll make you humble. <laughs> they'll either tell you you're not very good or they will uh, not say anything. And then they'll make you feel humble again. Is it okay? Okay. All glories to the assembled devotees. You have a question? So, in the translation, why does it say, uh, like, like uh, Prahlad Maharaj just teaches pramnas? Because they weren't actually pramnas. No, no, they're brahmanas. They were brahmanas. Brahmana means someone who has tejas. But why were they teaching about Hiranyakashipu? No, they, they were teaching the Vedas. There's many brahmanas in India, they teach the Vedas, they're brahmanas, they're austere, they're clean, they're sattvic, they have all these qualities, but they're not devotees. Uh, so these brahmanas, they were brahmanas, but they were not devotees, that was the problem. So were they like teaching about Hiranyakashipu, or what were they like really teaching about? It just means they're materialistic. If you go to India now, there's brahmanas who are materialistic. Sometimes we meet people, they're, Brahman, they're Brahmanas, they know everything, they're very Paka, but they don't worship Krishna, so they're not, they're not devotees, that's all. And what's Pralan Maharaj's um, like school's name? Well, what? Like where, where the Brahmanas were, what's the, what's the school's name? <laughs> what, what's his school's name? Yeah, Does anyone know the name of the school? Maybe it's mentioned somewhere, but I don't, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Was it? Yeah, maybe Hiranyakashipu Academy or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. Any other question? Okay. Srila Prabhupada Ki.